0: Hi, it's Zoe, and this is episode three in the Project You as Leader season. Yay. And today we are talking about the big one, emotions, emotions. <laughs> yeah, such a powerful one. So let's get into it. Some of the most interesting feedback, interesting in quotation marks, feedback I got from the Uh, One of my bosses at summer camp way back when in the 90s was from my supervisor. He was camp director. His name was uh, Jason. And in my end of summer review, he sent me a letter and he said, you tend to be a little emotional when it comes to defending your team. And I was reading this in the letter and going, what? What is he talking about? What does he mean emotional? That's just great. Oh. (laughs) Yeah, maybe I was a little emotional. Maybe I was a little volatile, if you like, very defensive of my crew. And I was very fierce in my defense of everything that was related to them. Nothing wrong with being focused on your team and looking after them. Maybe a little challenging to be too emotional. And certainly in my latest book, here's the subtle plug, People Stuff, I talk about the volatility of emotions in the chapter on the four devils of people stuff. And when it comes to emotions, some people can express them well and some people less so. In either case, the the emotional energy can be turbulent. And so if people are finding their emotional energy unconstrained? Unrestrained? Unrestrained. Then they can come out as fierce and ferocious and they come out as either a firebug, which is somebody who's angry and raging, Or as a storm driver, somebody who's emotional and ranting. Either way, you tend to get, if you're on the receiving end of that, you just get covered in the emotions as opposed to hearing the message. So it's not a great way to communicate. On the other end of the spectrum are those who have the same intense emotions and yet can't express it verbally. It comes out in behavior. And the behavior that it often comes out of, comes out like, is an example is the ground splitter, somebody who goes beneath the surface and does backbiting and back channeling and undercover undermining, that kind of negative, negative kind of action when somebody's irritated and frustrated and resentful. That's the ground splitter. And the other version of that is somebody who's emotional and yet can't express it. And I call them the uh, water bomber <laughs> because you can feel them as they walk by, they leave a wake of messiness. That or they just clam up. Either way, they're both really difficult. All four of those behaviors are quite difficult to to, to handle. The trick in handling that is, first of all, to look at the self. Since we're doing Project You as Leader, this is particularly apt. When we have a look at ourselves, we pay attention to our emotions because we don't want to be any of those four devils, do we? We don't want to ride ramshot over anyone and to leave them in an emotional, messy wake of our unprocessed uh, emotions, no, we don't. We want to be centered, we want to be composed. That is the core essence of what we're trying to do in this Project You as Leader. So there are three strategies I want to leave you with to practice and play with over the period of this program. And the first one is observation. So treat yourself as an object of study. When we kind of take a third person perspective on our experience, It actually really helps to cut the tension and the stranglehold of emotions that come up. And this is simply uh, paying attention to the emotions that you feel each day. As you wake up in the morning, check in with yourself. What are the feelings I'm experiencing right in this moment? It might be fatigue, it might be irritation, it might be delight, who knows. But just tuning into what is your emotional state as you wake up is really useful. It's the start of studying yourself as a subject gold star if you then journal about it. (laughs) Um, Then you need to pay attention to where you feel those feelings in your body. Emotions are simply energy in motion. Thank you, Tony Robbins, I think you taught me that first 20 odd years ago. So energy motion, emotions just show up in your body. So when you start to pay attention to that, it gives you a chance to process and direct that energy. That's in the next tip coming up. But first, Treat yourself as an object of study and pay attention to the emotional experience that you are having. And if you journal about it, you can unpack what were the conditions that led to this particular emotional state. What were the conditions that brought it forward? All right, so that's observation is tip number one when it comes to handling emotions. Number two is defend, differentiation. differentiation. This means we need to expand our emotional vocabulary. For instance, instead of just being happy, look for subtle distinctions around the happiness. Are you elated, joyous, content? There are fine degrees of emotions. It's not just, you know, a couple, good, bad, happy, sad. (laughs) It's a starting point, but it's not enough. Because when we develop differentiation, it means we're developing our awareness tools. And the more aware we have, awareness we have of our emotions, the less they will take over, the less they will take over the the choices that we make. So we can observe them, identify and label them, kind of diffuses or unplugs them a little bit. There is a tool that can help with this. I learned about it recently called the Feelings Wheel. Just Google Feelings Wheel and it's this beautiful rainbow-colored thing, which with a bunch of different emotions uh, laid out in in great finesse and detail. All right, so we have observation differentiation. And the third one is a practice called feeling into the core of the feeling. And I learned this technique when I first started training as a coach almost 20 years ago now. And this is a visualization technique. And essentially, it's this, when you are experiencing an intense emotion, either happy or sad or whatever, whichever label you put on it, just bring your awareness to where you're experiencing that in your body. Then you use your imagination. Uh, Imagine that that feeling has a color. It has a shape, a texture, a temperature. Um, Just imagine that thing. And then take your awareness and your imagination and imagine riding a light beam right into the epicenter of that feeling thing that you've imagined in your body. Just imagine yourself going there. And once you get to the very core of it, breathe. Just remember that you're safe and you just breathe into this shape that you've got happening in your body and just observe. Keep breathing and observe. Imagine yourself stretching out in it and creating a little bit more room. And just notice if there's any changes in color, texture, shape, or movement in the feeling that you're finding yourself in. And after a few moments, keep breathing and imagine yourself riding that light beam out through the bottom of it back into the daylight. And you can open your eyes. And there you go. And just pay attention to your body. Does it feel any different? Typically, when I do this exercise with people, I tend to guide them through it. If I'm doing a one-on-one session with someone, the most often there is a diminishment of the intensity of the feeling in the body, a bit more relaxed. It doesn't mean the issues have gone away. And yet our capacity to deal with them from a composed state is much better, much better increased. So your composure can be increased by observation, observation, differentiation, and feeling into the core of the feeling. Okay, there you have it. That is episode three in Project You as Leader, Developing Emotional Mastery. Haha, I look forward to hearing how you go with this one. It's quite a useful technique. uh, Because essentially, what we want is we want our emotions out of the driver's seat, and in the passenger seat. And this is definitely three ways we can help to develop that capacity. So you want your higher self in charge, the best version of you in charge, and your emotions along for the ride. Okay, let's get on to it, and I'll see you on the next episode. In the meantime, live well, lead well.